friends and all of the above welcome Happy to another ghetto ass episode of earth's ghetto <laughs> podcast you fine ass bitches we <laughs> are about to get into some things this lovely friday how are you doing today sid uh you know i'm here i'm here we're doing stuff we're still we're still doing this show rain or shine um, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to watch the world burn, feeling a little bit on my, um, Heath Ledger, um, Joker from Batman. And, um, kind of want to just push people's faces on standing up pencils, but, you know. <laughs> Here we I'm are. with you. I, too, <laughs> want to run people over with a lawnmower and make people drink bleach. And you know what's worse? We don't have to make them drink bleach. We just have to have some random white guy say, drink bleach, and they'll do it. Like, they're not hard oh, yeah. to kill off. Let me stop. Let me stop. Anyway, because um, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that. Um, but anyway, happy <laughs> Friday, hoes. Uh, so appreciated to actually uh, be here so that we can go ahead and talk our shit. Um, we, we know that uh, your mental health is probably real shitty too. So if you want to go ahead and let us know what your uh, mental health is, please do leave a comment so that we can actually respond and not just be like, you do it all right. You're fine. Stop it. Because um, we right. do that all the time. <laughs> and it's nice to be validated every once in a while. So first of all, Aaron, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you start this one because this was... Um, I was very glad that you brought it up. Uh, it was a, I, I didn't put it together at first. And I'm not going to lie. It still got me tongue-tied. Um, but but between homosexuality versus homoeroticism, first of all, what is the difference? So homosexuality obviously means the attraction between the two sexes. However, homoeroticism is kind of like homosexuality adjacent. What I'm noticing a lot with a lot of these straight men is that they will do and say some of the most gayest shit, usually sometimes to make fun of people who are actually queer and, you know, just want to experiment with themselves without actually diving into the whole actual queer experience. So for example, doing circle jerks with your homeboys with one girl in the middle or running a train on a girl because of the fact that it takes all of y'all to please that one girl and y'all fucking high-fiving each other. Or, you know, cross-jerking each other off while watching straight porn, so on and so forth. That is what we call homoeroticism. Or also, like, for some, sometimes I would hear, like, straight men say, oh, 
loser gets fucked in the ass or loser gets blah, blah, blah. Like they will use it as like borderline like homophobia is like, oh, homo- homosexuality equals weakness. So if you don't do this, I'm going to fuck you in the ass or some crazy shit like that. Like they will say the most craziest things. Um, I feel like this is one of the reasons why I know why men are so scared of other men. Um, Because we keep on saying other men don't hold other men accountable. And I feel like these are one of the reasons um, why. Because at the end of the day, this is not about right or wrong. This is about consent or without consent. And what they're doing to other young men um, they are. They don't want to admit it, but they're terrifying these people. They are sexually assaulting these fucking people, and therefore, when they those same men get older, when somebody else tries to challenge them, yes, for a woman, they'll run up on them because guess what? You're weaker than me. But for mm-hmm. a man to go ahead and try and step to them, then you know what? We just going to let this nigga have it. And you see this a lot, especially in fraternities, where it's like you will hear stories of like, oh yeah, me and my homeboys like. While he was sleeping, we all fucking came on his face or we fucking put our dicks in his mouth while he was asleep. It's very much rapey, very much sexual assault, very much we equate doing these things to you as making you feel weak because we equate the act of gayness as weakness. And which is why I say when when I hear some of these straight men say and do some of the most gayest shit, that can still derive from homophobia because you're trying to make you equate gayness to weakness. So we're going to make this person feel less than by doing that to them. But yeah, y'all niggas are still rapey as hell doing that shit. <laughs> and this is, and, and honestly, this isn't even rape E. This is just, this is just straight up grape juice because if there was any woman who was going to wake up cup, you know what? Let's just, let's just play the clip. <laughs> let's just, Let's just play the clip because I feel like y'all need an example of what the fuck I'm talking about. What is the most sus thing you guys have done with your boys? First kid that falls asleep, gotta get nutted on. Did multiple dudes start blowing on him or how's this working? We kind of all got around. We're like, yeah. it must be done. Yeah. How many dudes unloaded on this guy? There was five kids that all unloaded on him. Was it on his face? Yes. Education is elevation. Let's talk about homoeroticism. And just to sprinkle a little context in there, when I say homoeroticism, I'm talking about the notion of being homoerotic. You feel me? Concerning or arousing sexual desires centered around a person of the same sex. And just to be clear, I'm not making no homophobic in your windows, nor am I calling them homosexual. There's a distinction between homoeroticism and homosexuality. I'm merely making you an analysis, you feel me? When I say exploring homoeroticism, this is what I'm talking about. Shout out to Gareth Longstaff for this. He says, the relationship between men, masculinities, and homoeroticism has emerged through tensions that articulate around cultural norms, hegemonic power relations, sociopolitical structures, and perhaps most potently, how desire between men is articulated, represented, and embodied. Oof, bars. He says, the sexual desire is concerned with homoeroticism of sexual meaning and not sexual personhood, then homoeroticism potentially underpins all male-to-male relations between it, uh, because it relies on the construction and manifestation desire through power lines of homo and heterosexuality. And just to be clear, in this way, homoeroticism desire is differentiated from homosexual and heterosexual sexuality or the sexual act between men because it is formed through an irregular distribution of 
homosocial, homosexual, and perhaps most problematically, homophobic ties. Here are these paradoxical connections that weave the social, sexual, and phobic desires of men together in forms and invigorate the homoerotic. Hey, the point of this video, it's like the point of Gary Longstaff's chapter, is to explore how the issues operate via a compound of discursive theoretical and cultural ideas. In turn, it also examines how construction of homoerotic desire through the range of romantic, narcissist, and effeminate practices demand reevaluation and how we reconceptualize what it means to be a real man or what it means to be a man at all. And listen, I know a lot of people that stitched this video said this some white shit, but Pete, one of the points of this video is to point out how homoeroticism is usually fueled by homonegativity and homophobia, you see? In the name of race and consciousness, when you think about it, it's a lot of this shit that's already normalized, I'm just pointing out. instance, I got some gay homeboys that say that the first time they was violated was in the locker room through homoerotic rituals that was basically fueling homophobia. I know a lot to wrap their head around, but listen. Yep, yep, yep. Like, I'm telling you now, like, this happens, especially in those locker rooms. A lot of straight men will, like, find that one gay guy to pick on and will basically do and say some of the most gayest shit, but it's, like, in the name of homophobia to make that person feel less than and weak. And exploiting them all at the same time and also exploiting their sexuality for their own gain, whether this, whether they have decided that is gain or not. Right. And I'm just saying, like, that is assault as well. It's true. Uh, let's get into some of these messages before we get into this discussion. Peachy. Hey, Aaron and Sid. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited. I was, like, looking back at the clock, just trying to go through YouTube. I was like, is it 9 o'clock yet? Is it 9 o'clock? Because Earth is officially ghetto now. Good morning, you two. I hope we're having a bright and beautiful morning, just as you two are. Oh, uh, well, we going to try. Chop. Huntress. Much love to my two favorite people. Hey, love. I'm sorry. It's hey, say, but yeah, I'm. Oh God, usually I'm working Fridays and every other fucking day when you guys have your podcast. So I'm never here live. I have to always go back and listen to the playback. But I'm off today, bitch. So, ooh, 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 ooh. anyways, um, much love to you. I hope you both are doing well. And uh, see, I'll be listening, my babies. Thank you. She's so sweet, Ella Hunters. Kilo? Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, really appreciate this talk today. Yeah, like, I... Um, that clip, oh my gosh. Um, while processing this, I really feel like it's fueled so much by self-hate as well, this homoeroticism. Like, you know, I hate this idea that predators are you know associated with queerness because i think you know so often we you know sit like say that people who are actually victims of trauma are the ones causing trauma and i think that's really not true but homoeroticism to me does seem fueled by self-hate in the sense of like the patriarchy you know denying mm -hmm. men any type of thoughts that might 
um, compete with their idea of masculinity. So again, like great talk, happy to be here, um, happy to listen. Thank you, Kilo, and facts, spitting absolute yes. facts. Um, and I also don't think that that's true. I don't think that it's true that just because um, we are the ones that are most abused, we are the ones that are abusing. And I think we've seen that historically, how that has not been the case. If that was indeed the case, then all Black people would be the biggest mass shooters in the world. We, we would be doing all Girl, kinds of things. listen. <laughs> okay. No, for real. If that was really the case, if the, if the abused were really going to turn into the abusers, that's why I want to give that example specifically, because if that's the case, mm-hmm. we'd all be killed folks so right. um i i agree that that's not true so i feel like on this scale it's a lot of us who are being victims as um who are of the predators and a lot of these predators are straight um they love it when they finally find a a gay pedophile they love that shit because they they, they want to use that to substantiate how much we hate you you are perverted this is perversions and yet they will still walk into that same catholic church that has two billion dollars worth of settlements in it and they do not give a fuck because guess what that's straight and then as far as they're concerned that kind of pedophilia is normal i need you to understand that that's what straight people are actually saying they believe that straight people we that's just what they do but, as but when soon it's gay that's perversion something yep as soon as because i would hear it all the time well you know 18 years ago i did some deep research and this this instance happened and that's why I think y'all putting it on our kids. And it's like they would do the most deepest ass Google research they can to fit their narrative. When we know that a lot of these things that happen when it comes to pedophilia comes from mainly straight white men. So they will use this whole, oh, well, trans people don't need to, they're in the bathrooms and all this other shit. First of all, if they wanted to go to the bathroom, like if a man, anyone wanted to go to the bathroom, they'll just do it. They're going to do it. So they will use anything to fit their narrative to justify the transphobia, the queerphobia, and whatever. Um, and just to be transparent, um, something really transphobic um, happened to me this week, um, not against me, but against someone else, and I was a witness to it. Um, not to get into too much detail, but basically, um, I help people get jobs and I'm just forwarding resumes and people will get back to me and let me know if they basically got the job or not. And I get a call from my soup and it was just like, hey, that last person, was it a man or a woman? These aren't questions that I ask when I'm interviewing folks. I, I don't, I don't. So I said, no clue. Just like that. I was like, I, I don't no clue. And she bursts into she you know when somebody's laughing way too hard yeah and she was just like oh i couldn't tell what was going on it was like it looked like a man in the face but they had boot i don't know you know what that's a hard no for me i would have lost my job i would have dragged the fuck out of her i'm not gonna lie i feel like it was one of those moments where it was just like I was stunned. I knew that when, listen, there are so many jobs that you are going to have, sadly, where you are going to be an agent of white supremacy. It's just what it is. There's a lot, like, there's just, those are certain, certain, those are what those jobs are for. Um, And I felt like within this job, maybe I wouldn't have had to do that or feel like that. But this, it's just another thing that 
goes to show you job discrimination is so fucking real. Me actually going up and saying this is wrong, I wouldn't have a job. The only way I can say that this is wrong is if I have another job behind me to go ahead and be able to move off to so I can tell these people to go fuck themselves because we are slaves to capitalism. Mm-hmm. It always leads back to we're slaves of capitalism. Do you think I want to be doing this? I, I, listen, and remember, I still didn't do anything wrong. I, I have a qualified candidate, bitch. I'm sending that motherfucker over. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, and I can't control how she's going to react to it. But, in it. but because I'm even a part of the situation, I feel fucking dirty. Yeah. I feel gross. I feel disgusting. I feel like I haven't brushed my teeth in days. I'm here trying to rewash my ass to make this feel better. And this type of homophobia, this type of transphobia, and when I say, because we're always saying, well, you know, they're not allowed to do that anymore. It's supposed to be equal opportunity. They can't do this and do that. Of course they fucking can't. Stop pretending that they can't. They just don't tell you. You're just not supposed to know about it. Right. But behind closed doors, bitch, this is what happens. And I'm thinking to myself, because remember, I don't see these people. I don't, all I do is, is schedule the in-person interviews. I'm here get just talking on phones. I think this is a, a good candidate. I like their resume. I'm sending the bitch over. That's how it works, right? And to know, and then I think, because remember, I barely ever ask what happens after I send a bitch over. Ain't nobody calling me. I ain't calling you, bitch. I like being not managed, okay? So I don't really know what happens after I don't even, you know, do you know what I'm saying? And now I'm thinking, how many people have I sent over? And this bitch looked at them and didn't give a fuck. Was like, nah. Right. And the reason why I'm I I'm saying this is because there is so it's so often that we will pretend that things are really equal just to get to the next day. Mm. Straight up. I, I remember, because remember, my name, my name sounds like it could be a man or a woman, right? And they don't expect this very big-ass Black woman to come through the room when they call my name. And it's like all those times where I have that terrible feeling, yo, I didn't get the job because I'm Black and I know it. I need you to know those feelings are 100% real. Because that's exactly what the fuck happened and your spirit's just not dumb. That's 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 literally what it was. Yeah, and um, like, it even happens like like I told you the other day, like when me and my friend got jumped, like being non-binary and me leaning femme, non-binary people do experiences, um experience instances of transphobia as well. Because again, when me and my friend did get jumped, uh a lot of the things that they were saying was, what are you? Like, is that a nigga or is that a woman? Like, because, bitch, first of all, I was looking like a bad bitch. I was looking sickening, and they were just mad because they probably wanted to fuck me. It's okay. I'd be mad, too. But they were really pressed. Like, they they were really mad, and they really tried to jump me and my friend. Now, like I said, me being from the hood, parts of Kingston, Jamaica, we threw, we fought back, bitch. We, we did what we had to do, and they thought they could kick our ass. But like I said, transphobia is so strong that uh, gender non-conforming folks, non-binary trans people, and non-binary folks still experience it mm-hmm. because it's like how how it's because it's like how dare you? How dare you go against the social norms? How dare you uh, just not submit to the status quo when it comes to the idea of gender? Because gender doesn't exist. 
it's not real but it's a lot to it and but yeah i would have gotten fired that day sydney because i would have said something because you know me when it comes to like transphobia i don't play that shit like i will roast the dog shit out of anyone when it comes to that that because that kind of rhetoric that she said is the reason why trans people are getting killed what is what are you oh she like a nigga oh she you got a mustache all the shit that they say people are taking it and running with it and they're going to keep that in their minds as a reason to why they feel like this trans people should be killed and you know what's so funny i remember like even when she she called me and she said what she said because all honestly the only thing that i ended up saying the entire time was like no idea she said what she said and then she hung up and i was just like i wish my reactions were faster does anybody else feel that way? Because some shit will happen to me and then I'll be in such pause of what the fuck that I'm just stuck, nigga. I'm stuck. I'm just like, we, 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 what, what? It's 10.30. You gangbanging on breakfast? What's your problem? <laughs> Who does this? I, 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 again, I was just, I was just, I was gobsmacked. I don't even have another fucking word for it. And afterwards, all I could think to myself is I need to start finding another job where they cannot discriminate, which usually is the medical field. Mm. You can't. You, they need you, bitch. Well, That's girl, why they say it's recession proof. I had to get some of these nurses together because sometimes we do have trans patients and they're not going to say it to their face, but the nurses will okay. like be in the back room like, oh, what is that? And like, what you think it is? Like, they keep, first of all, why are you calling it an it? Like I, I've had to drag the fuck out of a few nurses before when it comes to like having trans patients. Hell, I had to get nurses together recently because they misgendered me. They wanted, they kept calling me he instead of they them. Well, you don't look non-binary. You don't, you don't look like it, bitch. It doesn't have a look. I'm talking about gender identity, and when it comes to gender identity, I don't subscribe to the idea of gender. So yes, if I want to, to be honest, I can walk around with sweatpants and a muscle shirt one day and whatever. If I say it's they them, it's fucking they them. It what I don't understand. respect for the people. It really costs zero dollars. But you know what's what kills me is the fact that that's their excuse. Like they're, they're like, well, I don't understand, nigga. That's a you problem. I don't need just just so you know, your understanding is not a prerequisite to respect. I don't need you to understand shit. I need you to respect what the fuck is going on. That's all. And to be honest with you, I don't care what you say in the back room with your fucking friends. But the reason why I have to is because that can actually translate into shitty medical care for me. Mm. You see how crazy that is? Like, that's why we have to care. This is why when people say, oh, well, just ignore it and live your life and you'll be okay. What does it matter what they think? Because when I'm in their clutches, when I need their help, they won't help me. They will let me die. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. it's, it's ghetto. It's real ghetto. And black people, because once again, we got to do, we say this every show, I feel like. Every oh, yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Black people are part of decolonizing your minds, which is something that we have to do every day. In order to decolonize your minds, y'all need to get over y'all's problem with homophobia. You need to get 
over your problems with femphobia and the nerve of cishet black women to be transphobic when a lot of these, let's talk about it, a lot of these black men be misgendering y'all just for the heck of it. They misgender Serena Williams. They misgender Meg The Stallion. They misgender, especially if you're a dark-skinned black woman, like the nerve of y'all to be transphobic. It's just and it's, astounding. And and I feel like the, another reason why it is so disgusting, I mean, just like Aaron said, like, you get clocked, too. You get clocked, too. And you're cisgendered. So, bitch, if you are clockable, why the fuck would you fight on that side? And guess what? You don't just got to be a big bitch like myself. You, 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 all you got to do is be dark skinned, have the wrong fucking phenotypes, maybe not be the right European standard of fucking beauty. You don't look like a molar tooth like the goddamn Kardashians. So we don't know what the <laughs> fuck you are. Not a molar tooth, bitch. <laughs> That's what the fuck them hoes look like. But I, and, and, and I cannot, and what kills me is that instead of being on the right side of history, instead of being on the right side of humanity, instead of being a womanist, this is what you bitches will do instead. And then, and what's worse is we'll still march for you when you die, knowing you won't do it in return. And I like that because we talked about this before. Do you want to explain to the audience why you, instead of feminist, mean you and I say womanist? Yes. Um, the reason why I say womanist, uh, or while, uh, while me and Aaron both say womanist, is because there's a big difference between womanism and feminism. Feminism has been completely whitewashed since the very beginning. I don't know if you know anything about Susan B. Anthony, that dusty pussy ass bitch. But let me tell you something. She did not like black folks, period. Okay, she literally said, I would rather take off my right arm instead of fight for the vote of the Negro. This is what was going on. You remember Ida B. Wells? I was a bad bitch back in the day. I really should start a history podcast. I love Ida B. Wells because that bitch was that when I say in the forefront. So she was literally going to these meetings almost by her fucking self. Maybe her and two other uh, two other bitches of color would show up at these things. You know what they do when they putting them in the back? And they would still show up and just come with a few more people. But guess what? They're still in the back. There's still no voices for them, period. So remember, Black men, and this, and this is something that white women were very upset about in that time. White women were very upset that Black men were about to get the right to vote before women. That blew their fucking minds as if the patriarchy don't hurt you too, hope. But it's cool. Whatever. You dumb as hell. They're like, but I'm still white. I don't get it. And at the end of the day, when I say womanist, a womanist is all inclusive. Ain't nobody trying to go ahead and say that you can't go ahead and be a part of the movement because you're black, because you're indigenous, or, or because you are trans. Feminism is, uh, is full of turfs. They are completely non-inclusive. They want to make sure that you are not in there. Uh, and, and that's just the truth. And I don't got time for that. I don't have time to be a part of a movement that's going to go ahead and ostracize and divide and conquer. No, this is for black black women, black femmes, black, uh, for uh, black trans women, and for everybody else in between. Period. And that's the difference between our movements. Whenever there's a black movement, we are making sure it's black, but everybody else fighting can always come. You bitches are always on some other shit, and that's just the truth. Can I say something to that? Oh, Jesus. Okay, Tiffany Lee, what happened? So, I hear what you're saying, and I just want to say, I think that's kind of racist for you to exclude white women 
Because we go through things too. Nigga, um, what did you hear? Nigga, what did you hear? <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Every time. It's like everybody is supposed to be included, but we are lifting up black women. Why would you ostracize white women in this way? But what about our water down casserole? that reasons why would you discriminate like bitch fuck out of here okay (laughs) and just so you know you want to be a womanist and you're a person who happens to be white you don't get to bring nothing to the potluck except liquor i apologize it's just what it is (laughs) messages and that's why i get so frustrated when i hear um hetero um men talk about you know uh take that gay shit away from me get that gay shit out of here i always say this cisgendered hetero men y'all be doing the most quote-unquote gayest shit the way y'all like to say it like i don't even know queer people who are nutting on crackers and eating them like that i don't i don't hear them talk about that but y'all niggas do y'all talk about that you know doing weird, you know doing shit like that um like i said um and also this what makes it weird is not you having a dick in your mouth but forcefully putting your penis in someone's mouth so this is all including like rape culture which is like mm. girl i forgot all about the damn a lot of fraternities do some of the most gayest shit for initiation and i forgot all about the cum crackers shit they be doing they would have like a line of guys just all line up and come on, on the cracker and make it into like a cum cracker sandwich and make the new people eat it but you want to sit here and say <laughs> wow what a moment <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't i don't i don't have words uh the straights quote unquote good morning good morning it's your girl miss cheesecake coming through clapping tapping showing love everybody in the chat make sure y'all follow share and subscribe earth is ghetto podcast homosexuality versus homo eroticism what's up aaron hey sid shout out to the panel shout out to the room i'm listening hey girl hey hey oh lord i finally made it to the mic good morning aaron and sid hello listeners i hope everyone's having a good day i just wanted to say hi um sending you guys the good vibes and i'm listening period oh yes y'all are talking that shit this morning i am here for it shout out to y'all thank you boo yeah um it's chrissy here guys um i agree with tiff Hey, Tiff. Hey, Tiffy girl. Um, remember to bring the potato salad with raisins, uh, to the cookout, um, tomorrow. Um, anyways, so, um, yeah, this whole thing about white women hijacking feminism. Are you serious? I'm not racist. I've never, I've never even said the N word. I've never done anything. <laughs> like exactly, exactly. Like they love calling me racist, but like I love black cock. Like I love the Daquans and the Tyrones. Like they have the Mandingos. So how can I be racist against niggers when I love nigger cock? <laughs> Have you had sex with a DeMarcus? Oh, blow your back out, as they say. Blow your back out. <laughs> Talk about I can't season. stand you, bitches. 
<laughs> Talk about seasoned dick. Girl. Y'all get on my fucking nerves. And y'all keep on marching with them damn pink hats on and then say some shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the red robes. They're like, may the Lord open. We're in the new Gilead. Have you heard of the Christian Taliban? I need you guys to stop. <laughs> I need um, you guys to really get this out. Um, and again, and another th reason why I am a womanist instead of a feminist is because womanism is uh, not, not just because woman, woman, womanism is about inclusivity. It's actually about doing something. I've never really seen feminists do shit. And that's the truth, unless they are trying to fight intersectionally. And so when they do fight, I'm not included. When they fight, black trans women aren't included. When they fight, black femmes are not included. Those same femboys who are fucking dying in the hood right now, they need our fucking protection. But you don't give a fuck about them because that doesn't go ahead and fit your binary. And I don't have time for that. Period. Oh my God, Hannah and Tiffany. Like, I really want to stump you bitches. Wait, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Not the raisin potato salad. Listen, right now no. in my head, every time they do the voices, I'm just I get pulled back to boondogs. I'm like, stomp them in the nuts, stomp, stomp them in the nuts. Like I wanna do it so bad. Oh my god, I love the boondogs. It's so you people are so funny on there. <laughs> Hi, it's Crystal here. I'm so with you guys, like they thought, you thought we were crazy at the Black Lives Matter. Now that Roe v. Wade has overturned and us as white women realize that this is the patriarchy and we're all fucked in the end, um, we're gonna go really hard this time, but still, we kind of need to be at the forefront. It's nothing against you guys. It's just we've been kind of waiting a while. And we thought because we're white, I mean, it should have already happened already. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna... Oh, Crystal. Oh, Crystal. I swear, this makes me really feel like burning people at the stake needs to come back. White people did have some good things going. They were definitely the forefronters of like the cruel and unusual punishments. And now I'm beginning to think, I want to use this on you bitches because first of all, y'all invented it. So you should be glad that you, it's one of the few things you invented that you can take credit for. Look at that. You're on mute. <laughs> I was gonna say like, you're right. Like they didn't do shit else. So it's like, girl, that's the least y'all could take credit for. Is that? Bruh, they're like, oh, we built so many things. No, you just killed a lot of black people and just took their shit. And we're just like, I did it. The only thing you invented was taking credit. And then I found out about the guillotine and that little thing that they put you on where they go ahead and put all your uh, limbs on and then just, just slowly pull you uh -huh. apart. That's my favorite game. I love that. Listen, I'm like, I don't know what that's called, but let's bring that back. See, let's you don't want me to be in charge of nothing. You don't they want me invented, to be in charge. They, now they invented kickball because you can use the guillotine to cut their head off and you can kick the ball. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> One of the few things that you guys were like super good at was like extermination. Congratulations. Um, I really feel like, especially right now, um, when we are talking about... Um, when we were talking about the just the just the hate 
It's the constant hate. Like I worry about Aaron regular time. Like in my mind, I'm just like, damn this nigga, why this nigga gotta live in Alabama? And I don't wanna go ahead and be the person to be like, Aaron, I want you to just make it straighter so you can get back to the show every Friday. Don't you think that's <laughs> crossed my mind? I want my nigga to live. That's <laughs> the truth. Um, and, but then I also realized even in that thought process that me trying to tell Aaron to tone himself down, even for his safety, let me tell you something. He, they are black in Alabama. It don't matter what the fuck is going on. You in danger, girl. Mm-hmm. That's just what's going on. So why am I going to go ahead and take more freedoms from them? Why am I going to tell them to make themselves even more small? Like, that's not fair. And that's literally what straight people do. Even the ones that care. They're like, man, if you could just, listen, they got it from their parents. If you could just go ahead and, and you would be more safe. If you would just straighten the fuck up. And what they really meant to say is you're not safe with me. Mm. That's what they needed to actually say. Because why would you be my first bully? Mm. I'm sorry, child. <laughs> preach, preach. I'm in church. I ain't been in church in six years. It's the only <laughs> church I will be attending. <laughs> Is the earth is get a church. <laughs> okay. None of this other white shit. Let me stop. All right. Three more messages and then we can move on. <laughs> yes. Yes, when we talk about fraternities, that's one of the first places that I came to understand like homoeroticism because of having family and friends who um, have pledged over the years and just listening to some of my dude friends talk about like taking wood and giving wood. Niggas be saying it so casually. I'm like, yo, like, okay, so I better not hear a goddamn word out of y'all mouths about anything homos, uh, homophobic because y'all are constantly talking about taking another man's wood. Like, come on. Like, but yeah, I have um, the levels of homo- homoeroticism have always found, have been fascinating. Even just the active dudes in sports like basketball. Like, I used to watch a lot of basketball. That ass slapping is hilarious to me. Right. Like, that's why I will never tone down my queerness because straight people got some nerve you're going to use our shit and then as soon as we do it oh y'all forcing it on our kids y'all doing too much no bitch let, Ash, let me tone it all the way up I'm going to go into detail just like y'all do when y'all make y'all quote unquote jokes on each other now I'm going to talk about sucking dick and getting fucked in the ass to, just to piss you off because how dare mm-hmm. you use our shit with each other and then when i say oh well you know he's cute oh my god that's us oh my god tone it down eat my ass suck my ass through a skinny straw Mm-mm. they make you to put a shot in there if you want to get a little freaky yeah. um <laughs> let me i'll be watching so much stuff when i'm not around you it's terrible but let's, girl <laughs> so um i want people to understand that this is going nowhere. We are still unsafe. This platform isn't so that we could change straight people. I need you to understand that. This platform isn't so we could change white people. That's not what I'm saying. This space is where we can be safe. Point blank period. Because when you go out there, this is what you're dealing with. This is what you're going into. That whole anti-transness for just non-binary folks period it means they can literally like they present as one gender and just wear different clothes attacked do, do you see what i'm saying we have to protect each other and protecting each other is talking about this and having more knowledge 
Yep. Hey, it's Chrissy again, guys. Heterophobia? Yes, very true. Because with the whole gay narrative that they've been pushing, straight people don't even have a place in this world anymore. I mean, what about straight pride? Girl. <laughs> girl, I, girl, I. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Tomatoes. Now you listen here, okay? There's nothing gay about sitting in a circle or uh, standing in a circle and coming on the cracker and and feeding it to your new brother all right there's no, no nothing gay about that we just do it because we think it's gay and we're trying to make fun of gay people it's not gay though uh so eat that eat this cracker i mean eat that cracker you know oh. what i mean <laughs> listen listen to the place and it's and funny because they they literally believe that it's not i've heard some of the most oh it's not gay because yeah i fucked him in the ass but I didn't take it up the ass, so it's not gay. I just wanted to make him feel less than. I, okay, so so, so I I remember hearing um so quick story time um this was probably this was like my very 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 first boyfriend that of course I had at twenty we won't get into it so I remember he was uh, telling me you know his long little sexual stories and past and stuff because nigga I didn't have any I want stories so he's telling me some and um, he tells me that he and his friend um, who by the way is his roommate were sitting at the apartment and he invites a girl over to come and chill. Um, by the way, any straight man could let me know, why would you invite a girl over and then you and your friend watch porn with her? I don't know what that's about. So they put on porn and they're all sitting on the couch. Um, obviously, because this bitch is alive, she's like, this is weird, I'm gonna go home, right? She goes home, so they're just sitting on the couch watching porn together. And then he stops the story to be like, and you know what, to be real, a mouse a mouse. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? What did you yeah. say? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? Because, no, he's like, you know, a mouse a mouse. And, and you know, as long as there's no stubble or nothing, a uh, sir. What the fuck? So, and you have to remember, this is a straight Haitian man in South Florida. Yes, bitch. Hey, Haitian. <laughs> Haitian. Oh wow. But by, by the way, if you ever want somebody a man who's gonna cook for you, he's gonna be a little toxic, Haitian or Jamaican child. They be oh it is ridiculous. They 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 might beat you up a little bit, but that food's gonna be bomb. No, let me stop. Uh but um listen. Let me stop. <laughs> that's that's all they for. Okay, yeah, that's all they for. Um I and I and honestly, I was so taken aback by this story because you know my my ass was homeschooled. The, the first the first time I'd ever had sex was literally with this guy. So I was just like, I need to talk to other people about this and get confirmation to see if this is normal. And then you talk to anybody else about it, and they're just like, so we're not gonna say he's gay, but we're gonna say he's gay. So I feel like, you know, you should, and, and again, if I had been less toxic at the time, it really wouldn't have been, a, have been that big of a deal. And even though we continued dating and nothing really changed after that, I was still thinking to myself like, eh. and then he told a story later on about running a train on somebody. And that's when I was like, sir, you're bisexual. 
you're 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 bisexual because they're all taking turns right but they're also acting as each other's fluffers you know what a fluffer is no what's that okay so when you are um <laughs> when you are on <laughs> i'm sorry i can't no when you so on a porn set you know um these things really do take time and niggas is human they can't stay hard the entire how many hours so they have what they call fluffers like with your people <laughs> yes I wasn't I'm gonna hungry. say it like that, Aaron. I was gonna make it sound cute nah, and like girl, real. Give, give me the uh, raw <laughs> and uncut. You know I don't give a fuck. So someone to jack them off, basically. Okay. Yeah, ba basically someone to go ahead and jack them off. So, so what's going on is that they're as each other's fluffers, and there's like, oh, we're getting ready for this bitch. There's a dick in each hand. I'm helping you out, and you're helping me out. But we're waiting for this bitch. We like questions so many questions but then people look at me crazy when i say that no one is 100 percent anything sexuality is very fluid i stand by that yeah I I, i'm like gonna say it again you can never be 100 i'm not 100 percent gay it's just fluid as fuck it's a spectrum and everyone is on a certain point of the spectrum you're never 100 percent. that's why folks now are coming up with this new thing called super straight because Oh, I'm super straight, meaning I would never be with a trans woman. You have to be cis, like, girl. Yo, super straight sounds like um, like a disease that they tried to, like, eradicate. Don't get the super straight. Like, I, I just, like, I feel like y'all got to, like, this, this is ridiculous. And what's worse is we have to pay attention to the ridiculousness because they put our safety at risk. Mm-hmm. So for, and, and let me tell you something, heterophobia, let's be very clear. Does not exist. It's not real, bitch. It's, it's not real. Do you know how I know it's not real? Because when people who are not straight dislike people who are straight, it's because of systematic oppression. It's because you don't treat us well. It's because we had to survive your parenting and to stop ourselves from constantly having homicidal or suicidal ideations on a regular basis just to get through your house. There's a reason that we don't like you. You just think you're better than us and we shouldn't exist. There's a difference. Since first. This, oppression this, works from the top down it doesn't it doesn't go the other way baby it doesn't it can spread out it can stay in one area and spread out amongst the community the way that uh black people have done to um black queer people a hundred percent we can go ahead and definitely oppress uh, uh other people in our own demographic that's not a question but let's be real that shit comes from the head and rolls down and that's just what it is well, um, some gay person called me a breeder the other day, uh, and I just think that that's very heterophobic because he was saying that um, I was a breeder. Okay, okay. I feel like you never tell the whole story. Like, yeah, he called you a breeder, but then that was after you called him a fudge packer. Do you see how it's not the same? Yeah, but I was just joking when I called him a faggot. We were just joking too. Oh, that's a joke, <laughs> jokey joke. We're gonna joke it. Fucking bitch. I can't stand. I, I can't stand. 
I'm sorry. I cannot. I cannot stand. Uh, never the same energy type of bitch. I cannot stand that shit. It makes me violent. <laughs> it makes you, me at feel this violent. point because I, you know I don't give a crest of a fuck. <laughs> Straight people, if you think I am heterophobic, then so be it. Fuck it. I don't care. All I'm doing is explaining my experiences that you niggas put me through. And if that is making you feel some type of way and touching and agreeing with your spirit and you want to say that I hate straight people, okay, then sure, bitch. And I, and I just want to say um, to any straight men, and especially, you know what, hey, fuck it, any straight black men who think that heterophobia is a thing, I need you to know that you are a tap dancing ass coon and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Um, the reason that you are a tap dancing ass coon is because not only are you leaning into white supremacy by actually believing that straight people are being the ones oppressed. When I see other white people start talking about, well, fuck these niggers. I don't want you to say shit. Let, girl, I'm, woo, I don't the word don't say shit when they're just like, hey, nigglet, nigglet, where's the niggadactyls? When they do I that, I don't want you to say shit. I'm not going to play with you me. this Friday morning. I, I, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't got time to mince words with folks. I need you to be perfect. I need, I, and I also want, need to have perfect clarity if you are a black man and you also are a misogynist and you practice misogynoir and you do not think that women are as good as you or they don't deserve the same space as you do welcome to white supremacy you coon ass nigga welcome to white supremacy it's taking you within its bosom and just suck on the pink tit of fucking white supremacy that's basically what you've done i just wish a lot of these hotels and israelites knew how Y'all sound just like these. So from now on, like you said, when they would love to say, well, that's just my opinion or we can't have an opinion no more. Okay, well, the next time a white person says, well, goddammit, it's my opinion. You niggas don't belong here. You're taking over all our shit. Take your ass back to where you Girl, guess what I'm going to say? Well, girl, that's just their opinion, girl. You Listen, can't let them. Why that's you what the, Why you mad? Yeah. Y'all gonna, gonna look at me like I'm crazy. Keep that same energy because that's how y'all, it's just your opinion. And then when someone uh, takes that same shit that you said and use it against your black ass, mm. you remember what the fuck you said. Like, I, I, I really, and the, and the worst part is, it's like when I say they have mirrored these ideologies and put blackface on it and then somehow supposed to be making that better. They talk about the Jews. You and Louis Farrakhan talk about the Jews. They talk about how women need to be uh, seen and not heard along with the fucking children. And so do uh, and so do the fucking KKK. Like, let's be real. Do you realize that white women in the KKK felt oppressed? So they started their own version of the KKK. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not that's not a joke. <laughs> like, like I said, so straight black men, y'all can keep sucking the dick of Kevin Samuels and Dr. Umar Johnson all you want to. Mm -hmm. Just remember who the fuck you sound like. I'm oh, not yeah. trying to hear, oh, well, that's just my opinion. Or the kids, well, God damn it, you niggers don't need to be around my kids. You're fucking making everything blackity black. You're playing this loud ass music. Girl, that's just his opinion, girl. Let him have his opinion. Why are you bullying him? Shut the fuck up. Bro, it's just a difference of opinion. If your difference of opinion 
means that I don't get certain rights or my existence is a problem, then your difference of opinion now means that you're a terrible fucking person. And I hope when the asteroid hits, it hits you first. I hope it hits you right in your ass. And oh, yeah. The deep, it, I hope it's a small ass rock, too, and it enters your asshole. And, and I don't want for hour it goes. <laughs> I, I, no, and I don't want you to go into shock either. I want to. I want you to feel the split. Okay, remember that one scene in fucking <laughs> the boys when that nigga walked into his dick and he sneezed. That's yeah. what I want to happen to you. Ooh, I hope a metaphor says what's his name? A metaphor ass nigga enters your <laughs> dick hole and transforms <laughs> and blows that shit up. That, that's where we are. I'm sorry. That's that's where I am. And by the way, terrible scene. Uh, trigger warning. Uh, but that's what I want <laughs> to happen. <laughs> and that's what I, I I was like scared to sneeze. I'm like, bitch, you're not. It's okay. You're okay. Because uh, I'm not uh, trying to hear that. Like when it comes to opinion, like okay, we can agree to disagree when it comes to pineapple on pizza or uh, other shit. But when it comes to the existence of someone, no, bitch, it's not a difference in opinion. It's a difference in morality. And bitch, you ain't got it. Facts, and that's re- and that's really that's really what it boils down to, honestly. And before we go and move off this topic, when I when when we are talking about things like misandry, again, not fucking real misandry, as you would call it, is just a response to misogyny. All right, so let, let's let's be real. But, but that again, misandry is not a fucking thing. When men start getting killed every four hours the way black women are, then we can go ahead and give Miss Andrea a thing. When men are just disappearing because bitches is killing them, then we can say it's a thing. And I'm gonna say the same thing about heterophobia. Because let me tell you something, homophobia causes death. Homophobia causes suicide. Homophobia is one of the most dangerous things that we have inflicted upon the black queer community. And that's, and that's just the truth. So if we don't like you, it's because you're killing us. You don't get to be in your feelings now. That's all. That's right, Chris. You tell them they they're scared of us us uh, straights. Uh, they 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 don't want to admit that they got heterophobia and it needs to be talked about. <laughs> Lord, I would have never thought I would have heard Fluffer outside of a reference to <laughs> like a 1970s porn with somebody named John Long or something wild like that. But um, I don't know if it's too early to bring this up, but something that I've heard, and I'm just going to put this out here, that, you know, the hypocrisy in Bukaki and gang, gang bangs, I was familiar with, right? But I did happen to have a, a gentleman who felt like he could confide in me. That's one of the things that got him off or turned him on. And, and then he wasn't, this wasn't the only dude that said this. That, but that um, um, having sex with a woman who had a dude come in her before that dude had the, 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 the said dude I'm talking to. Some He said he liked that. And I was like, oh my Lord, what? Like, I mean, I'm a freak. So I was like, oh, that's freaky. But at the same time, I thought about it, like, how many dudes actually are into that as some territorial shit, but then think that that's not gay? (laughs) You know what this sounds like? You know, like, oh, mean girls with, like, Gretchen? Like, Gretchen, it's not a thing. It's never going to be a thing. (laughs) Like, that's literally what I think when I hear people talk about heterophobia. Like, y'all want it to be a thing so bad, but it's never going to be a thing. It doesn't exist. 
you're not getting killed because you're straight, you fucking goofy <laughs> goober, fucking cinder block, bill ass bitch. I'm sorry. Not cinder block. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. You're not ever gonna lose your life because you're straight. You're never gonna be discriminated against because you're straight. You're literally not ever gonna face any type of inconvenience being straight. Unless you're a woman because I have to deal with your fucking misogynistic ass. But besides that, you know, it's... it's uh, uh, like let's just be let's just call a thing yeah, a thing i mean yeah. like i said though like and i don't know you just know i just again i don't care mm-hmm. call me heterophobic because i don't give an atom of a fuck <laughs> Not what atom. you have to, if you think that i don't like straight sure you to be honest when it comes to the system of the heteronormative yeah i don't like it bitch it's hurting me so sure if you think that i don't like straight yeah i'm heterophobic same for white folks. Oh my God, Aaron, you don't like white people. You're not wrong, bitch. When it comes to the system that all y'all benefit from that is hurting me, yeah, fuck that shit, bitch. It needs to be torn down. So make your assumptions. I'm not going to correct you. Think what you want to think, bitch. Because at the end of the day, I'm still getting that email notification every Friday saying that your direct deposit has entered your bank account, bitch. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> okay. No cards declining over here. Just I'm just putting that out there. Um, and I, I and I need people also to understand that the rhetoric of heterophobia and all of this, it's so crazy how they will say that in one breath and then call us the crybabies. Because, by the way, I want to see your straight pride. I want to see it. I need y'all to come up with one. I do. I really do. Because I want, I want to see what straight pride has to offer. What the fuck is that going to look like? You dusty bitches don't even have imagination. Just, 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 just put it out there. Nothing but turfs and Israelites and white liberals and it's just the people that fucking piss me off. That's all we're gonna see there. Mm-hmm. What is the flag gonna look like? <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be it's gonna be the American flag with a dick on it. That's what straight <laughs> pride is going to be. It's that, going to that. be the smallest tic tac dick ever. And they're going to oh, put no. it on that damn They're going to make it look huge, but underneath is going to be embroidered just like one little M&M and two Tic Tacs. <laughs> I'm weak. Let's see who else we got. Moody. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Sid. I am joining you guys in the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Heterophobia. There's no such thing. Yes, it. there is a no <laughs> yeah it, yeah it is fake as fuck just crying wolf as usual what i was meaning to say is yes heterophobia there's there's all different types of phobia but you should not have a phobia against another person Ugh. I mean, they certainly love to do it with homophobia, transphobia. Like, listen, they, they, it's, it's what they do. So as far as they're concerned, of course we would be exactly like them. This isn't a response to anything. We just hate out loud the way they do. And just like, sir, we're not the same. Being heterophobia also implies fear. And like, I ain't scared. I'm not scared. What is there to be afraid of? What is it? I've seen all the Disney movies. Heterophobia is just nauseating. I'm tired of it. <laughs>
Yo, these fucking Disney movies. Everybody was trying to catch a dick until maybe five, six years ago. That was what that was every fucking Disney movie. Like, I'm just catch glad we were Catch a damn a beauty can catch a beast. Uh, you can catch a fish. But as soon as you see a cartoon with two of the same genders holding hands, oh my god, the kids. But you will let your uh your kid watch a princess kiss a frog. Uh, bestiality woman just go away every every single one of you (laughs) girl lick my gooch (laughs) i don't know what would a straight pride look like misogyny patriarchy colorism what else um uh, racism White and black supremacy, Israelites, hoteps, incels, red pill. Oh, God. It's bitch. Oof. I reject that shit. And, and listen, re- re- rebuke it in the name of spirit. Ooh, a straight pride. Yo. <laughs> I would love to see it. And that's a good, good point, Sid. They don't. Like, the heterosexual, you know, side, they don't have a pride. Why is that? Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. And, and by the way, because you, straight people, obviously, they're originators of everything. They do everything. Why wouldn't you have had a straight pride before we came, thought to come up with a gay one? You weren't proud of yourself before you knew we existed? Right. Just asking. Just asking for a friend. And it's like, they know they don't need one. Like, let's be honest. They know they don't need one. Just like when white people say, well, we're in a white history month. Why don't we have a white history month like the blacks do? Y'all shit is every day. You don't, you don't need that shit. I thought straight pride was whatever the GOP does. What is that convention where all of them get together and they talk about how they need to protect little white boys from learning about drag queens and black people? Oh, you know what? That's a good point. So y'all been had this shit. Mm-hmm. They've had it since the Crusades. Let me let me stop. Okay, <laughs> not the Crusades. <laughs> Well, okay, I know I'm new here, but that's a purple Teletubby in here. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, that is a purple Teletubby. Thank you, Augusta, for being here. Uh, <laughs> Fudge. And when it comes to the stupid heterophobia bullshit, it's like, do you, most folks don't even realize that the term heterosexuality actually can't, um, uh, actually wasn't in existence or rotation to be understood until the late 1800s, early 1900s. Like, this thing ain't even that old. They, they didn't even know it. And even back then, homosexual, uh, homosexuality wasn't even, wasn't discussed, but heterosexuality itself back then was seen as a perversion because everybody thinks it's just about having fucking kids. Just uh, so it's like, Straight folks out here don't even know the term that they would qual- qualify themselves under as a heterosexual. They don't even know the, the, the history of that, let alone sitting around trying to make up another word like hetero- heterophobia. It's fucking bullshit. Like, oh, I'm so tired of the ignorance and then being loud and wrong.
loud and wrong so often. So fucking often. Uh, shy. Hey, y'all. It's funny because these black men, they will never realize what they sound like or who they sound like. They won't realize it. They want power. They want power in the system that already exists. Yes. And that's why we will never be the same. They have no problem feeding this white supremacistic system as long as they can benefit off of it. And that's what Hotep ideology is literally all about. That's all it is. We, we got to stop looking at it as, le- as more deep because it's not. <laughs> Honestly, like, if you have a crown, if you're, av- if you're a black man and you have a crown on your head on this app, I really, I already don't trust you, to be honest. I'm just going to say it. I don't. We need more black kings. Okay, well, bitch, you just said my you just said my black ass was a faggot. But you, I don't, I don't trust y'all. And by the way, what is a um, something to call royalty that's not gendered? Because you know, I like being called queen and empress. But I'm like, what if what if I was with a non-binary person, and I want to call them something awesome, but I don't want to refer to gender? You can call me a god. <laughs> God damn it, Aaron. Okay. Well, I mean, for <laughs> you can call me a god. And non-binary and trans folks were worshipped as gods. Like, it's so true. It's not like I'm making things up. Like before, in pre-colonial, pre-colonial Africa, pre-colonial Africa, the gods they worshipped were gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Trans. They were all. They were literally the whole LGBTQ. There was all those motherfuckers was our gods, basically. Um, and I feel, and I, and the reason why I wanted to know is because I wanted to be, because just in case I was ever with somebody who was non-binary, I want to be able to call them something like that's royal, but not like, you know. But then you said a god. I'm like, well, god damn, I better really like this non-binary person. <laughs> just saying. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and switch gears. Um, listen to these, uh, listen to Kilo real quick. Royal Highness, Your Majesty. Ooh, there you go. Um, those would be my top two. Your Majesty, my Majesty. Period. That's so sexy. I like that's, uh, that's hot. <laughs> I kind of want to be called Your Majesty. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Period. Got that Majesty <laughs> pussy. But- <laughs> My mom's a nigga. No, okay, let me stop. Let me stop. I'll be a dumb. I'll be a dumb. Uh, last message from Fletcher, then we will go ahead and switch topics. Child, actually, yesterday for International Non-Binary Awareness Day, um, we actually, over in Groovy's room, we looked at the flag. That shit looks like just the word oppression. Like, if you t- looked up the word oppression, you would see that as a symbol for it. Like, how, like, uninventive... It almost actually looks like it actually could be the symbol of two men that are potentially from a bird's eye view would be possibly 69 in each other. The way they set the symbols up, it's just embarrassing. But yeah, there's a straight pride uh, flag. And what's so frightening is, is that another history point, straight people don't even know that the term straight came from the queer community because in order to differentiate themselves straight people didn't even come up with the term straight like and and i bet some of them think that they are doing it too some of them probably think they came up with it but yeah check out the straight pride flag it's embarrassing it looks like a goddamn hamburger hamburger uh toilet sheet i'm looking at oh my god doesn't it make your credit score go down like it's so basic 
and I'm here trying to get my credit out of the toilet. But every time they be telling me different stuff, it's like they don't like they don't want me to succeed. Um, it, 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 yeah. If anybody wants to go look at the pride flag, that was that was so disappointed about life. All right. Um, so. <laughs> Now we are going to go ahead and uh, switch topics really quickly um, to get into the very last episode of P-Valley. Now, um, I, I, I just so you know, you may want to click off if you have not watched P-Valley. I don't want to go ahead because this is going to be spoilers. I don't know if you want to put a hashtag in there. Spoilers because we are all caught up. Yeah, I put, uh, hashtag, I put hashtag P-Valley so they'll know that we're talking about P-Valley. And okay. yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'll be spoiling it. I don't know. I, mean, I, just, I just don't care. But um, the reason I put in the title "Life Isn't That Special" is because I saw a lot of people like after that episode aired saying what Big Teak did was kind of selfish, and this just goes into the conversation. This is why I never say so and so committed suicide. I always say so and so died by suicide. Society and all of these things that is society, the state is what's making these people die. No one wants to kill themselves like that. So, and that's why I put, I don't think life isn't that special. And that's not me. Uh, ooh, y'all, I'm about to get real deep. <clears throat> no, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm feeling suicidal. I'm just saying, I feel like I just don't see anything special about living under a life of white supremacy, living a life under capitalism. I feel like the reason we like to say, oh, life is just so precious is because we didn't see what death had to offer. We don't know. Death is an unknown. And that's scary to a lot of people. We don't know what happens after we die. Let's just be honest. None of us know. So we'll sit here and say, oh, well, at least I'm alive. Like some people like, especially like homeless people, for example, they're not trying to hear that shit. Like they really, it's like, what's the point of me being here right now? So no, no one's committed to suicide. The state, society, all of these things that's going against them is what made, is what killed them. And I feel like if people, I feel like we should really think really hard before we say, oh, that was selfish of him to do that. That's their life to live. And I also feel like we also can't pretend we know these people's mental pain. I know what it's like to have so much mental pain that it actually causes physical pain. It feels like existing hurts. I'm not going to, and I can't pretend that I wasn't there. I was a hundred percent there and I'm, I'm letting you know, I no longer, when somebody is talking about committing suicide or they want to, um, they, or they don't want to be here anymore. I no longer try to give them a list of fucking reasons to live. I don't do that anymore. I don't. And the reason that I don't is because I don't know their mental pain. The things that I value may not really matter to them depending on what the fuck they're going through. So it's me taking all of my emotion and being like, no, you have to be here. Because that nigga in their head is probably saying, for who though? And I feel like, especially when Aaron said that the state, because let's be real, the state and the government killed Big T. Mm -hmm. When we actually get into Big Teak's background, when he was, you know, talking about his upbringing and going into that old trap house and just seeing all of the, it just, it was like walking to a room just full of death and decay. It wasn't just the parents that failed Big Teak. It wasn't the, just the massage noir that failed Big Teak. It's, it's, the, it's the government. Let me tell you something, before that nigga went to jail that very last time, he was already ready to go.
Lil Murder just gave him a little something else to hold on to. And when he got out and realized that Lil Murder was really going to be okay, when he was sitting at that table really questioning him about Uncle Clifford, because he wanted to make sure whoever they were with was going to be a good person. Mm. You know, when he said, tonight is mine, tomorrow is yours, I knew mm. exactly what was about to happen. I knew exactly what was about to happen. Um, and I don't feel like the person needs to be in a million dollar baby situation to want to take their lives. When you grow up with that much abuse, when you grow up and, we, and, and remember, we only got a sliver of what Big Teak went through. Think of all of the abuses of carrying inside of this one, this one man from a child. Let me tell you something there. When, they, when we say things like arrested development, I need you to understand that that kind of that kind of trauma that literally stops your growth right where it is. That's why you have so many grown ass people who are acting like children, because when whatever happened to them as kids, it froze their maturity. And you can't and, and let me tell you something, you can't achieve your way out of trauma. It's something that I thought I could do. Oh, if I could just have a few more things. Once I accomplish this, I'll feel better. Once I'm in this relationship, I'll feel better. Once I feel some type of family, I feel better. But then you realize you're still taking the same sick soul and sick person into all of those situations. And you realize that's not changing shit. It makes you feel like you're dying already. And now you're just looking for peace. Mm. They are, yeah, that's why this whole suffering to get things and and that that kind of rhetoric happens is in Christianity a lot. Like, oh, God won't put nothing more on you than you can bear and patience and just suffer. Like, people are tired. Like, like that's what I really want us to like. Before people like judge people who die by suicide, we as a society need to question the root as to why people are wanting to kill themselves in the first place. And I feel like if we just be honest with ourselves and say, and get to the root as to why that is happening, we can be more committed into, hey, let's fix this fucking, well, not fix it, we can tear it down. This fucking system <laughs> that is killing people. Again, Big T did not kill himself. The system killed him. When he was talking about being in the hole, being in solitary, 23 hours a day, can you imagine looking at four walls, nothing even in your hands, not even a book to read? And you spend years, years getting an hour of outside. How do you expect people to come out and be normal? How do you expect people to actually be like you? The prison is not for rehabilitation. Prison is slavery. That's that's all it is. Someone went, um, went ahead and told me a, a really fucked up story. And, you know, it was a corrections officer who I was talking to. And they said, and this is in the state of Texas. OK. And there was a, um, a, a young man where, um, who was in a um, another room with someone who was much bigger than he was. Without getting too graphic, um, that 
little boy came up to him bleeding from his ass and crying, saying that, and remember, this is a very small person in stature, um, that this other person was raping him. And this corrections officer was like, we got to get him out of that room. He can't be in that room anymore. We also need to make sure that we can, you know, try and fix something. We got to do something. And his higher up said that there was no evidence of rape. So they put him back in the room with that person. By the way, this gentleman was already in jail for five years for a, for a drug crime for marijuana. Five years in Texas. I think he had an eighth of weed. Five years. So they put him back in the room. And this young boy kills his assailant. And now that young boy has now been resentenced to 15 years in jail for murder. Which is low for Texas. So I guess they took into regard that it was self-defense. I'm not sure. And he said, I couldn't take it. So I had to leave. I had to quit. Mm. We... Do we really, now are we really supposed to look at that young man who's now in jail for 15 years and be like, you got to stick it out. You need to live. For what? This is, well, we're already dead. A lot of us are already dead. I don't like, it's not that special. I'm sorry. Like people like the mass shootings and all this other shit is, working 90 hours a week and still can't fucking pay your bills and white supremacy, all of these things. And you have the nerve to sit here and tell me, oh, well, it could be worse. Fuck you, actually. And why would you wait for, why would you tell me to wait for it to be worse? And again, I'm not saying go uh, to go ahead and do this. This is not what I'm saying. I'm saying, how we look at people who have died by suicide, I feel like it's really wrong. I feel like it is fucked up. And I feel like instead of actually trying to fix the problem, we're blaming those people instead of actually looking at the root cause. We want to put a Band-Aid on a broken bone instead of actually fixing the system that's making these people feel so hopeless in the first place. And I think that's bullshit. Oh, all right, let's get into some of these messages. Huntress. You know what, though, Fletch? That straight pride flag would um, match really nicely with a Confederate flag. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. It's, it's, it's crazy how they be correlating. Ain't it crazy? Mm-hmm. Moody. Rose, nobody... T- go. Ro- Rose, take that. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on my nerves. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Wilton. Hey, Wilton, baby. Sid, you need to be a psychiatrist. Like, for real, you need to be a psychiatrist. Go to school and be a psychiatrist. Or a therapist or something like that. And you definitely got it. <laughs> Thank you, boo. That's what I tell her all the time. <laughs> I just, I, and you know what it is? And I really feel like I will say this. I feel like I was really lucky to be homeschooled because it gave me almost a bird's eye view to look at the way people just interact on the outside without ever having to be in it. And I I see 
that people, the, the kind of pain that people are carrying around on a regular everyday basis, and we just ignore it. We pretend it doesn't exist. There was a single mother on Facebook the other day that took her own life because she had three children and no job, and she didn't know what to do. People calling her a selfish bitch. Why wasn't anybody there to help her? <sighs> but people look at us crazy for saying, hey, maybe we should consider socialism. Hey, mutual aid. Hey, <laughs> organize your community. People wouldn't look at us crazy for saying things like that. Oh, free health care, you know, free education. Like, and this is the thing. Knowledge truly is power. Education truly is power. But the way they have it set up in the U.S., education is debt. Mm. How do you expect people to survive? You got people who are veterans looking down on people who are civilians. Well, hey, hey, if I wanted free school, I went to the army. I shouldn't have to risk my fucking life or potentially risk my life to go ahead and get a free fucking education. Do you know how desperate this situation is? Can't you see it? Can't you look at other countries and see that that's a desperate standpoint to be at when you literally have to go and sell your body to the government just so that you can get an education, but you look down on people who are, are on only fans because they're not owned by the government but you are mm. you know what let me hush i'm sorry girl listen that's that, that's and we know like it would cost in this country 80 billion for tuition to be free nationwide and they want to say that well where are we going to get the money from no you always want to say you want things where are you going to get the money from this fucking dumbass just put 700 and something billion dollars into the pentagon and you have the nerve to sit here and tell me that we don't have money to fix all these issues, these important issues that are actually affecting people's lives. And since uh, children's more, uh, don't, I'm not trying to hear we don't have the money. Shut the fuck up. Cause y'all have it. You just don't know how to, to distribute it. I'm not trying to hear that shit. And the idea of money, a hypothetical concept that humans have created because of greed it doesn't, capitalism. capitalism. So it's like when I say, well, bitch, oh, no one wants to work anymore. Maybe we need to have that discussion of is it natural for people to be working for other people like that in the first fucking place as humans? I, I and I feel like, I feel like, and of course, a lot of the things that we say and do are going to be seen as radical, but it's literally just so we don't have a yoke around our necks. This job that I have right now, I am an agent of white supremacy, baby. Do you know how fucking hard that is to swallow? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be a, and literally like, talk about being the new slaves. I am a slave to these bills. I am a slave to try and find some type of happiness because every day there are so many people that wrestle with killing themselves. I myself have su have very passive suicidal ideations on a daily basis. I am not alone. Now, is it something that I'll already do? No, probably not because there's too many orgasms for me to have and I need to be able to go other places before I die. <laughs> and that's just, through, and that's just straight up. <laughs> too many okay? places I gotta sit on. You don't even understand. There's things to do. So at the so so at the end of the day, yes, it's not going to be something that I do. But guess what? Somebody's mental doesn't have to be weaker 
just because they actually went to go, go ahead and do it. It means that they can't take it anymore. And that doesn't mean you're weak. I'm really sick and tired of having, whenever we look at people who kill themselves, we look at them as weak. And I think it's so fucked up. I think it's so fucked up. That person just wanted some fucking peace. And instead of actually looking, looking at it as, oh my goodness, what could we have done to prevent this? Maybe, maybe, hey, black moms and dads, maybe if you just been a little less homophobic, you wouldn't have found them hanging in their closet. Mm. Maybe if you decided to listen a little bit more, they would actually still be here. But no, they're selfish. They're selfish. I just, I, I, I refuse. I, I, I refuse to take that. That's all. I just mm -hmm. refuse. This is why I don't say commit. I say die. I never. You will never catch me saying, "Oh, so and so committed suicide." I say they died by suicide. No one is committed to the system, the state, the the society. As fucked up as it is, that's what killed them. Facts. Oh, so we have to move on to our next topic. Um, because we, because we, when we give you these two hours, baby, we got to make sure we, we giving you all the stuff. Okay. And, um, we really got to talk about this quote unquote concern for the black man's image, but little or no concern for black people's safety. Mm. But we have so much concern for especially the black man's image, because we don't give a fuck about black women. We don't give a fuck about flat black femmes. We don't give a fuck about anybody else that's black, but black men specifically. Straight men, black straight men black straight specifically. Men, black straight men specifically, their egos are so fucking fragile that even the sense of their image being tainted, even though it's probably coming from things you do, whatever, but just their, uh, just their image being tainted is so much more devastating to them. It's how there are uh, white people who are more upset about being called racist than actually being racist. Mm -hmm. Same exact concept. Um, now, you actually were the one who put this on, um, on, the, on the Google Drive uh, for us to talk about. Um, and I wanna know what, what brought you to, to bring this to the forefront. Um, so again, we're still, this is actually about P-Valley again. A lot of straight black men are mad at P-Valley right now because there are black queer people in the show. And basically that they, th they think that P-Valley is a gay show. No, it's a black show. If we're going to sit here and talk about blackness, you need to talk about all of the multiple aspects of blackness. And bitch, being queer is also a black thing. So if you see someone black doing something that you think is out of the norm, no, bitch, it's a black thing as well. So I'm not trying to hear, oh my God, they making us look bad and they trying to emasculate us and we got to look good for the white people. Why is whiteness the standard? Mm. Mm. And you it. know what I actually, oh, no, go ahead. Oh, that's it. Oh, no. Uh -huh. Well, what I was going to, what I was going to say was, is that, you know, when we saw P-Valley come out, like the first season, we didn't really see as much of a backlash. I think it's because so many more people are watching this season, uh, this for the second season. And I also think people were, uh, they feel tricked by all of the ass that, uh, that was attached to pussy uh, that, you, were, that was in that show. 
and they were thinking to themselves, oh, okay, maybe a little bit gay, but I ain't got to really worry about that. You know, just give me like two seconds. And then the second season came out and said, well, you don't get to run away from the gayness that is in the show. You're you going to have to fast forward past this part, partner. And instead of taking that L, because, you know, it is rated TVMA for mature adults. Um, instead of taking that L and just being like, you know what? Not everything is going to be geared towards me. <laughs> it's like talking to fucking children. Um, you had people come out saying shit like they need a gay advisory, Lil Duval. They need a gay advisory. Um, just to go ahead and let us know that gay things are coming. <laughs> Y'all sound so weak. Y'all sound so weak. It is disgusting. And the fact that these men who are playing these roles, who are both straight, by the way, uh, which I think is a, something else to discuss for another day. But um, the fact that these men who are straight are literally having to uh, defend their sexualities online are because they're being dragged through the mud. You got people in the comments section being like, I don't know how she married to him if he willing to take dick like that. Nigga, is that a documentary? It's a show. Do you know that it's a show? And that's how you know that they're doing their job as actors. It's just, it's the, that's trying to make you believe them. Hello, dumb asses. Like, and that's like, the thing. Okay. I feel like what really pissed off a lot of these straight niggas when it comes to P-Valley is the fact that these are two masculine hood-ass niggas who are in love, who are in love with each other. And a lot of black men equate gayness to just being feminine. Like, oh, mm -hmm. so... And white. It's, and white, yeah. So it's like they see these two masculine black men fall in love, and it's like they just can't fathom that. It's like it, it just shoot, it caught them off guard. I, I agree. I think when uh, Lil Murder was in his relationship with Uncle Clifford, because Uncle Clifford um, uh, obviously is, as far as I'm concerned, a they, them, or her. Um, yeah, they, and them. Yeah, very, and very fluid, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like because that still presented very feminine to the straight brain, they were like, well, you know, I don't get it, but you know, I guess it's all right. You know, they, as they were able, I guess, to forgive it, I suppose. Like, bitch, it's not for you, whatever. But now we're in the second season and there's no running away from this. This is not man, this is not a man who is in love with somebody who is a they them. This is a man in love with another man. You there's no and two very masculine presenting men as well. So everything that they fucking hate, everything they can't stand, the things in their brain that don't make sense. How can you be this straight acting and take a dick? Ah! They they couldn't they couldn't they keep it them. together. They, they really that's because I'm like straight black men forget a lot of these gay niggas come from the hood, just the same hood as y'all, the same hood that y'all grew up in. You're supposed to be like forgetting like black LGBT folks grew up in these same hoods and will beat your ass, to be honest, if you try them. And I feel like I feel like it all goes down to that it's they feel like gayness has this proximity to whiteness. So how can you have grown up in the areas that I grew up and still be gay? How could you have done like and it's just like I was there the whole time. Do you know why you didn't see me? Because I was trying to stay alive. So mm -hmm. I couldn't be myself in front of you bitches because I was trying to stay the fuck alive. Even though y'all was saying that, oh, your blackness will always come first. Clearly not because y'all will shoot my ass because y'all see my gayness. Y'all see my femininity first. Shut the fuck I, up. Y'all pick bro, and choose. I, I think 
I, I thank spirit, even though uh, Aaron is an atheist, I thank spirit every day that when Aaron was walking home, that the men that were trying to literally kill them, let's be honest, that was attempted murder. I don't give a fuck what anybody was trying to say because they were trying to make sure that they didn't get up after the fight. Um, as yeah, far I'm as I'm looking to be alive. No, no, let's like, like we, we, we got to keep it clear. Like, I think I thank spirit every day that they did not have a gun on them. And let's be clear, I have been held at gunpoint before. Oh, my God. Because, again, from the hood and how dare you be feminine, you're making us look bad. I've been held at gunpoint. I've been in many fights. So, like I said, but these be the same niggas who say, well, no, yeah, you gay, but you black at the end of the day, and your blackness is going to come first. And then when I say, okay, well, why you got this gun pointing to my head? Because mm. you think that I'm trying to destroy your black family and emasculate you when all I'm doing is existing. Mm-hmm. So clearly, no, my blackness does not come first to you niggas. And it shows. And it shows that you that there's always going to be an inconsistency. There's the constant lying of, oh, well, you know, I care about black people. No, you care about black people who are straight because once you saw other black people doing just what other black people do, that is just outside your scope. You literally sit there and cry like a fucking baby. Like, why isn't there more advisories? Like, did you feel your dick twitch? Are you upset about that? (laughs) Welcome to Queer People's World, bitches. We see (laughs) y'all's heteronormative shit everywhere without no warning. Y'all fucking and slurping and all this other shit. But as soon as you see two niggas, even just hold hands, oh my God, the agenda. Fuck y'all. It's just, it's just always going to be for me. Um, I, for me, this is, I don't really like to call things black excellence because black excellence usually has a kind of a love affair with black capitalism, but this is what black excellence is supposed to look like. Shows like P Valley, where it shows, it's just a black show showing all kinds of blackness. And the fact that that is something that scares you again, your masculinity is not real. It can't possibly be real if a TV show can take it from you, if a song can take it from you, if somebody wearing clothing can take it from you, if you wearing clothing can take it from you, your masculinity is not real. Absolutely. And I'm probably going to do another talk after this one or sometime today because once again, so as you, you know, Billy Porter, right? Billy Porter um, started bringing back the trend of men wearing dresses. He wore another dress. And of course, here come the hotels. Here comes the straight black man. See, this is what I'm talking about with the black man's image and he shouldn't be wearing a dress. Why the fuck not? Who said that? Where do y'all get these rules from? Is it stopping you from getting a paycheck? What are you going to do about it besides nothing? You going to take your ass late to work tomorrow? I'm confused. You know what kills me? They're mad at Billy Porter for wearing a dress, but G- your white Jesus is depicted in dresses every fucking picture. And you said, like, I just, I, I'm not, the cognitive dissonance is so real. Like, and I feel like I know which outfit they talking about. And the only the reason why I had an issue with Billy Porter's outfit, because that shit was ugly. Yeah, it was. That shit was ugly as sin. That See, outfit. As queer people, nigga, we can say that. But bruh, straight people, y'all need to know, what, let's not, don't get it twisted listen. now. Because y'all can still get dragged. Yes, it may be ugly dressed this time. Listen, but y'all can still get dragged because he can still do it if he wants to. Ex- exactly. What we wanted him to do is use better material. 
but that has nothing to do with the fact that he is able to wear whatever the fuck he wants to wear because it's clothes, bitch. How fragile are you, bitches? Now, again, and when it comes down to the fashions, what was going on underneath them shoulders? It looked like he had two damn chicken wings on top of his shoulders. Bro, I didn't understand. Like that nigga was trying to fly away, and then the makeup. I didn't listen. The whole thing. The whole thing. The, tomato, tomato, tomato. Throw it away. Return to Cinder. Listen, that was the, that was that was terrible, child. And I was like Billy Porter. I was expecting what you did at the Oscars. What are we doing here? Why did you bring your hood? Like what? Is, listen, it's fine. But the point is the fact that. They should be able to wear whatever the fuck that they want. And the only thing we criticize is what the f- is why they chose that material and why it looked like that. Mm-hmm. Not because they're wearing a fucking dress. Because they are pissed. I'm going to drag the fuck. Once again, this is what we do. We got to drag the fuck out of these niggas because they pick uh, and choose who black people, what black people they care about and what they don't. It's a damn piece of fabric. I don't understand. If it, pre-colonial Africa, once again, they wore the fuck mm. they wanted to wear. Mm. Nakedness, all of these things were something that was demonized by white people, which is why we feel so much shame when we look at those things now. And we are still sucking off of the dick of white supremacy because we are still enacting all of their ideologies every fucking day. And I'm sorry, Black community, I have to look at my own community first. You guys are one of the biggest fucking perpetrators of that fucking shit. And that's just the truth of it. Now, um, and the one last thing before we do go ahead and switch topics. Um, you know, I remember when Tashina Arnold had like a tweet or something that said like, I want, how can black women help black men not to be emasculated or some shit like that? She was like, she was like, how can black women help to not aid in the emasculation of a black man or something like that. Yeah. I need I need everybody to know how fucking toxic that shit is. Especially when it's coming from a black woman. Like, don't you think it's enough when you get the Kevin Samuelites being like, oh, free Tory Lanes, and nigga is not even in jail yet? Like, do you not know how already fucked up that this whole thing is, the dynamic between black men and black women, and the fact that because black women are oppressed by black men, I need you guys to stop. I, 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 these shouldn't be new sentences. It's what happens. And the reason I know it's what happens is because the statistics say so. When we talk about black femicide, most of our assailants are black men. Girl, don't speak too much truth. They're going to get your ass banned. Listen, I, I, I need people to... And, and I, the reason why that I wanted to um, really talk about black women and the patriarchy and all of those different things, um, as you can see, we switched the topics to um, woman hoteps. Uh, or as I like to call them, herteps, um, they are agents of patriarchy. And the reason why I want to talk about how absolutely dangerous they are is because the same with white supremacy. White supremacy does not work without black and brown people. White people are a global minority. We are the global majority. So that stands to reason. The only reason that white supremacy can continue to prevail is because it is also perpetrated by black and brown people. So the same thing happens in patriarchy. 
where you have these agents of pa patriarchy, AKA white supremacy, um, who are backing up all of these black hoteps. And I'm gonna let you know right now, they usually come under cover as what they call the divine feminine. It's, it, you see it all over your TikTok. You see it all over everywhere. You see people like, you know, um, what's a submissive woman? Um, a, what does a submissive woman do? She does everything. I pack his bag, I unpack his bag, I buy his plane tickets, I lick the soles of his feet. Whenever that nigga wants to breathe, I use my lungs. When he wants to shit, I use my anus. That's my man. I'm hollering. And it is some of the most, ah. And the reason why this shit is so dangerous is because you have to remember it works hand in hand. The hoteps are going to tell women like myself who are over the age of 30 with no children and cats, living it up, mind you, but um, they're going to go ahead. They need people behind them. It can't just be them saying it. They need women behind them to get other women to listen. Literally talking about, oh, well, listen, I don't worry about if my man has cheated on me. You know what I worry about? When was the last time I saw my man happy? What? All right, so because I wanna give a really good example of exactly what I'm talking about, um, I do have a clip that I want y'all to listen to. And I, this is just an example of the, of the Pikmishas, the Herteps. I need you to understand, these are the co-signers. These, the, these are the yes men, that's all I'm gonna call them. The Pikmishas. <laughs> Mishas. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's why you hang out with too many females. Like hanging out with guys is so much easier because right. like females is like mad petty. Right. No, literally, like I'm mad goofy. Like you just gotta catch it though, because it's not like yeah, always yeah. there. But like when you do catch it, like I'm really like a weird ass pretty girl with like a side of hood, you know? Like I'm mad goofy. Like it's a woman's fault. I agree with you. I agree with you. If a man cheats on me, that means that there was something that I did wrong as exactly. a woman. Like I clearly was not doing enough. So, yeah, like, honestly, like, we women need to reevaluate, like, how we're performing as women, like, as our yes. duties. Because if we're not doing enough, then a man is going to cheat on us. Yep. Men cheat all the time. Thank like, you. it's normal. Like, Thank hello. You. Like, you really going to leave if your man cheated? Like, girl, stand up. It's like, not that serious. It doesn't matter if he cheats on me because at the end of the day, he knows where his home That's is. That's what I said. Like... No, honestly, it's like scientifically proven that men are smarter than women because See, that's what I said. because don't get mad at me, y'all. Like Eve literally bit the apple first. Like they that means that, that we just aren't smart. Like we don't really be thinking like that. So that's why we need a man to tell us what to do because right, they're smart. Dumb for real. I can't stand when like a female puts on like mad makeup. Like Word. where are you going, sis? Like literally, like look at me. Like I barely wear makeup every day, and I still pull dudes. Like uh, the most I'll put on lies. is like eyelashes or like lip gloss. But like technically, like I don't even need it. Like like that's just like mad like insane. You kind of need it though. Yo, this generation of women, they don't want to cook. I'm saying. They don't want to clean. They don't want to be submissive. submissive. Like, what is going on with y'all? Like, right. I cringe when a woman says that she doesn't know how to cook. Like, like are you broken? Girl, you're like a waste of space. Trash. Men always go for a bigger one because they're more financially independent than skilled Yeah, that's girls. true. Like, and that's really sad. Like, like, you really think that man love you for real? <laughs> <laughs> 
So my boyfriend doesn't really let me wear jewelry because, like, he made a really valid point, though. He says that nobody should really outshine him, yes, like, as a man. And, like, I totally agree. Like, like you don't really need to wear jewelry because you don't want to outshine your man. It's how you go think he looks. See, my friend was partying the other day, like, and then she asked me, she was like, Taylor, like, how do you get a boyfriend? And I'm like, first of all, bitch, you wearing a bralette. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you really think he's going to respect you if you wear a bralette? Like, exactly. girl, let's go there. <laughs> Girls who get plastic surgery are, like, mad insecure. I'm saying. Like, like they're not even attractive for real. Like, hold on, hold on. Ain't you built, like, a Toyota RAV4? You shape like, an SUV. Okay, but I'm authentic. That's all, that's all that matters. I'm, like, mad authentic. I'm, I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If my man calls me and tells me to come home right now in the middle of me having a good time with my homegirls, you best believe I'm going home. As you should. I just feel like women should be more feminine. Right. Like, in this day and age, like, there's too many strong-faced donkeys out just here. Like, what's that. going on? I need y'all to know that's how y'all pick me sound. That's how y'all women hotep sound. That was a perfect example of what y'all sound like. The things y'all be saying. Y'all are kissing the boot of patriarchy. Y'all y'all are so dedicated to sub, like put defending it. And it sucks because these bitches really come like wolves in sheep's clothing. They come as cool people. Oh, she because let me tell you something. I didn't realize that the way I love to dress is um, very uh, hurt-heavy, and I'm not going to stop. I love my beads. I'm wearing my wraps. I'm going to have my titties out. I want, like, look, look, this is the way I want to present. But I'm a crystal-wearing witchy bitch. But then these bitches are like, oh, we're the same. And I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, because as soon as I'm talking about like, oh, I th I'm thinking of going back to school for film again and seeing, you know, what degree I could get, but I just don't want to spend the money. So, and so, so what, wh why are you so worried about school school? Like that's not going to help you catch a husband. <laughs> like these, these are the kind of pick me's like black women that the fresh and fit podcast would want to have on their show. They want people like that. Like the things that they were saying, like submit or or go the reason your man cheated on you is because of this and that like just excuse after excuse to defend the patriarch and what's worse is that i'm seeing the hoteps um really recruit these women um who are now becoming their their same agents of patriarchy in the most disgusting way so you meeting bitches who was just like uh, Sister Soldier the Third, Empress Reesey Queesey, a uh, uh, fucking queen, right? <laughs> and they're like, listen, see, 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 what I have always done is go home to my man and have him read to me. I'm not trying to be literate. Why would I do that against him? He's all the only, he's the reader. I am the cook. I yeah, am the cleaner. I wipe, I go ahead and I spread his butt cheeks and I wipe down the middle because if he does it, then he's gay. Who else can wipe his ass but me? Look, you can't be too educated, apparently. Like, like <laughs> as a black woman, you can't be too educated. Otherwise, that's... Uh, the fact that I've heard black men on here saying that black women are being too educated. Wow. Which, I, I will have to say this. I will say that's the difference between Amer American black men and Jamaican um, and we're island Black men, I don't know. Religion is the second religion outside. See, um, education is the second religion outside of Christianity in the islands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, I don't give a fuck what's going on. 
they want them degrees. They want them papers, honey. That's and that's just the fucking truth. So I've never met a island man who was just like, "Oh, you going to school again, you bitch?" That like, n- never, <laughs> never, never, never. So I don't know why this is a Black American uh, uh, phenomenon for for Black men because I feel like that's very fucking weird. Like when I heard that for the first time, yeah, hoteps again. Hoteps have this ideology. Well, first there's God, and then there's the man and then women are under the man and the woman has to submit to the man nuclear black family and the man has to be the breadwinner and be the head of the house so we can't have black women out here being too educated because they think that they're going to know everything and that's dangerous quote unquote i've heard it all and i want y'all to know all this stems from patriarchy and straight black men i wish y'all would know that patriarchy was not made for y'all I and you know what sucks? It's just like I'm here looking at these black women who are voting against their own self-interests every day to the point where I feel like it's I feel like it's one of the things that the fact that we're dealing with this on a constant constant basis, it's getting dangerous because we're not just talking about um, we're not just talking about just, oh, the annoyances of pygmishas. These are the women who are actually the ones who they send out for human trafficking. These are the women who go ahead and decide to befriend you. These are also the aunts, the mothers, who don't care if your uncle is messing with you because they don't want to fuck up the household. These bitches are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And girl, this you is and not like, just, oh, it's annoying. We've seen it. We've seen a few women hoteps on this app and in certain panels. Girl, we all know whose panels. Just kissing their ass. Just, well, yeah, you know, the reason he did this is because all you have to do is submit. And, you know, the Bible says it. And, girl. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying to be so strong minded. It doesn't make any sense for you to have this much sense of free will when your man is right there supposed to be bending it for you. I don't understand why they do this on a regular basis. You know, these bitches are trying to pay their own bills now, which, by the way, they should be doing because you shouldn't make your king go ahead and just take care of you like that. But then you should make sure you treat him like a king. Do you see how none of it, you see how none of it is like, circling back to sense ever ever here's i got some more tea because we may have to do this next episode but apparently there are gay hoteps <laughs> nigga nah yeah girl fuck out of here you're lying there are gay hoteps and that exactly it's that's what i said listen their but, whole thing is oh you can be gay but just don't be feminine, don't... It's like, even if you're not feminine, they still see you as a faggot, so I don't understand why you would be a hotel. Girl. But yeah, there are, gay, there are gay hotels. I've seen it on this app, too. There are gay hotels. There are gay Israelites. There are gay, like, I'm like, girl, this, this whole cult does not see, they see you as a threat to the black community. They don't see you as black, to be honest. I want to wipe off my face. Okay. All right. No, that's fine. Um, I, I can honestly say that this is something um, that I wish 
was less shocking to me because let's be honest, the, for a lot of people, the proximity to heteronormativity, the proximity to whiteness is very lucrative. And they feel like if they can just go ahead and do something that they like, they will be invited to eat at this table. And it's really, really disgusting because let me tell you something, um, they will kill you before they let you sit with them. I don't care how masculine you act, gay black men. I don't care how masculine, how macho masculine you act. These niggas still see you as a threat to their quote unquote nuclear black family. They still see you as less than. Like, I really want y'all to get that through y'all's heads. Stop with this whole, oh, well, you know, we can't be doing too much in front of these straight people. The fact that we exist is enough. Same goes for black people. We can't be doing too much. How does this make us look fighting each other in front of white people? White people still see you as black at the end of the day. I don't give a damn that Will Smith uh, smacked, what's his name, in front of all them white folks. I don't. That was a human reaction. Why can't black people have human reactions? It's like white people have human reactions. And the fact that defending it to other black people, because guess what? You weren't tap dancing for the white man in the white man's space. And it, it, it really kills me because it never, it, it's, it's really not going to stop. And I need to let you guys know, it doesn't matter what you do or what you say or how much dick you suck, that you will never be their equal. You will never be their fucking equal. Stop pretending that you can go ahead and shit on your brothers and sisters just to go ahead and get a little bit closer to heteronormativity, which by the way, just basically getting closer to whiteness. And let me drag, ooh, we're dragging everybody today. Let you me know? get these um, token-ass black gay niggas mm, who strictly only date white gay men. Like, oh, I can't date black people because blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, white gay men don't know how well they have it. Their whiteness will always come first at the end of the day. So the nerve of you as a black gay person to put down your own people another black gay person y'all it's levels to this shit it's so much we gotta unpack <laughs> but that's why intersectionality is so important it's why we talk about it every day it's why we also have to acknowledge my i have to acknowledge my privilege my privilege as a cisgendered woman like just a point blank period that's why i have to go ahead and protect black trans women i have to use my privilege to go protect people who are not as protected as i am but for some reason, that is not everybody's fucking logic. It just isn't. Damn, we got six messages in eight okay. minutes. Okay, let's, yeah, let's, let's play them. I'm going to start from the... here. Oh, my God. Aaron, you got to cut that off. They said enough in a few seconds. They That was stupid. Something wrong with them. And you go back to 1500 Europe or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like so authentic you know i'm like skinny but i'm also not like that skinny but i'm also not like you know not thickums and curvy but i'm also like your favorite girl but i'm also like that girl that you would totally hate but also like i hate when girls hate on other girls but also i'm gonna hate on every single girl i've ever met and also like i love your hair but if i ever saw your hair on a bitch that my man fucked i'd be so upset about it but also like i don't even know what i'm saying anymore because like do i hate myself do i hate the image in the mirror or do i hate all women in general i don't know exactly <laughs> there's it you two are having a good day um women hold tips agents of patriarchy oh man my wife would have a field day on this you uh 
she bashes the whole tips and that that whole culture all the time. Uh, so I have a question to you too. Um, I know that when we talk about the the patriarchy, we're always looking at it from an angle where we see it as toxic. Uh, we're oftentimes doing that, at the least. Is um, but then let's say that we found a a healthy patriarchy and a healthy woman uh, promotes uh, the values of a healthy patriarchy. Uh, what, what would you imagine that healthy woman saying are the values uh, of, a hate, uh, of a healthy patriarchy? Okay, so I think that's a great question, but I feel like you have to understand that means that we're under the impression that patriarchy has ever been, that like there can be a healthy version of patriarchy. There can't be. If you look at the ideologies of patriarchy, it's literally the same ideologies of capitalism. Someone has to be on top and white supremacy. Someone has to be on top and someone got to be eating shit. That's literally what patriarchy is. So there is no more healthy version of it. Once we make a more healthy version of patriarchy, it's not patriarchy anymore. Patriarchy came from white supremacy. So that would mean that there would be a healthy version of white supremacy, which we know is not going to ever happen. There's no, there's no, there's no healthy version of that. There really isn't. And the worst part is, is that the patriarchy hurts men too. The patriarchy rapes men too. The, per, the patriarchy wants to make sure you don't step out of line either. This is not your friend. Because God forbid a man have some fucking emotions and decide, guess what? I don't want to be the leader of the household. I don't want to take all of the financial responsibility. I do, like, these are about your rights too. And everything doesn't have to be so fucking, well, you have to do this. And if you don't do this, you're not a fucking man. So, I, there, so there's no healthy version of that, honestly. This is cases like this is why I'm so glad that I stop. I don't subscribe to gender. I'm so glad that I am non-binary because these gender roles and shit that these rigid binary systems, European binary systems that we're trying to hold on to, I'm so glad I got rid of it. <laughs> no, honestly, because it, it's it's been very very poisonous for us since the very beginning. Oh, hey, Flat. Uh, I'm sorry. It's Marcel. Yo, shout out Aaron, hey Sid, guillotine, guillotine. That's all I hear right now. Off with their heads. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Amen. That's what that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and before we go ahead and uh, get out of here, I want everybody to know that th this is the reason why we have this platform because we need safe spaces to be able to have these types of conversations. You can't go to the outside and try to have conversations like this with straight people. It's not a safe space. And when we have questions and we want to explore and we want to go and figure out what our options are, that's not a safe space to do that. So I feel like I say this almost every other show. For my Black queer people who are listening, please stop putting yourself in places that do not celebrate you mm. stop it because those places that don't celebrate you can honestly end up killing you it's already bad enough you got to go to work it's already bad enough that you already have to do all these things where you can't help but interact with the outside when you are in your leisure moments please go places that actually celebrate you i do not want you to be in a situation where you like it, it could have gone so bad with aaron that shit still fucking like kills me I might have been calling this nigga and them not answering for the next show. What's going on? I would have been sitting there like just 
I, yeah. <laughs> sorry. That happened to me in 2022. So when folks say, oh, homophobia ain't that bad like it used to be and ain't nobody killing gay folks like that, my life was almost taken away because my existence is all that it took. So and- this is why I like Earth is Ghetto podcast. This is why me and, one of the main reasons why me and Sydney started this podcast. We want it to be an arsenal. This is your arsenal, Black queer folks. Earth is Ghetto podcast is a Black queer podcast. We're all about intersectionality, Black and queer at the same damn time. Um, This is your safe space, Black LGBT folks. Yes, if you are not Black and LGBT, sure, you can still listen in. Just know your place and keep it cute. Yeah. Know what we're uplifting. And know (laughs) that you will not derail this. Ever. Uh, Last message from Chris before we get out of here. Hey, Aaron. Thanks for answering that. Um, in regards to the, the the inability for a healthy patriarchy to exist. Um, so then comes the question of, like, is a matriarchy inherently healthy? And can there such be such a thing as a toxic matriarchy? Those are the things that come to mind. And then this whole binary hierarchy. Uh, should that just be gotten rid of? Because it sounds like all hierarchy, all hierarchies, um, especially patriarchy, likely matriarchy as well since it's a hierarchy is by nature oppressive um am i understanding that correctly that you you guys promote the the no hierarchy at all um or is it do you feel that the matriarchy is the the way to go um let me know your thoughts um so i'm gonna try and answer this quickly so as far as i'm concerned we've seen a matriarchal society especially in africa flourish We've seen, um, we've actually seen matriarchy work in places. And if you look at indigenous and African communities, those were all matriarchies before colonization. So things were going quite well before that. I will say, because there's a chance for anything to be toxic, because that's what happens when anybody's in power, people can get drunk with fucking power. So let's not pretend that that's not a thing. So I'm going to say that I don't want any type of hierarchy, but let's be, uh, but we have to be very clear. We've seen matriarchal societies that have been very peaceful. We've seen matriarchal societies who have actually flourished. Patriarchal societies have only created genocide and all of the isms that we have wars, done that we today. Countless wars. And Bruh, all so of the wars. Shit. Jesus Christ. So that's why I feel like because we've not, we have not in this lifetime seen a matriarchal society even enacted, we can't even talk about how toxic it is when here we are under the patriarchal society actually living how toxic it is. We've, and when we have seen in the past that it's proven to actually be peaceful and work. Now, do I think there's po- a possibility possibilities for toxicity in any fucking thing but i also we also have to look at history and see the way it's played out um god damn it's 10 a.m we gotta go bitch i gotta i gotta yeah. log, i gotta log in for my own slavery okay um <laughs> I I have to, tw- slavery ios 20 <laughs> i just like slavery ios 20 bitch so that's what i gotta do but um as usual i just want to thank everybody for being in here i want to thank my amazing co-host every single time he not only keeps the show moving but also that what a um what an unseen perspective and i need more non-binary people to be able to speak out and speak as genderless because it's a voice that i do not have so i just want to thank you for that thank you girl thank you for like 
you've been there you know look you've been there with me through my darkest times girl like, <laughs> you know i got you girl but, always um, always i just want to thank all the listeners and the usual faces that we see every time we have a show and our pop-up shows we love y'all we love all of our listeners again earth is ghetto podcast a safe space for black queer people oftentimes black lgbt folks are excluded from many talking points which is why we started this podcast so yeah Welcome to all of our new people. Um, you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. You can follow our podcast Instagram page, which is earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for the TikTok as well. You can listen to all of our 70 plus episodes we do have <laughs> um, on here, obviously. And you can also listen to all of our episodes on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. Am I yeah, I know. I was just gonna say for any messages that we didn't get to hear, I see you, Green. Thank you so much for um, for sending that message. Please go ahead and message us in the back chats. Um, we want to make sure we are engaging more with you guys, just for topics and stuff like that. So if you guys have ideas, we want to hear them. So just wanted to make sure I put that out there before we go. But being queer is African, baby. We see you in the next one. Bye, niggas and friends. Peace.